Great, we got this. Can we do a snap on three yes. to the camera? One, two, three. All right. So on the three, everybody, we can do this. One, two, three. Great. Perfect. Wow. I uh, the the wild and out there. Your rhythm is getting really good. It's really good. It's um, like too good. Welcome to the downside. My name is Jermarco Sarezi. I'm here with my co-host. Woo, woo, woo. Russell Daniels bringing in some positive bring a little energy. Energy always. And we are joined today by a stand-up comedian, uh, one of the stars of Wild and Out, podcaster, uh, Maddie Smith. Welcome to the show. Hey, everyone. Hi. Thanks for having me. I have a lot of downsides in my life, so I'm really happy to be here. Excellent. Listening to the downside. The downside with John Marco Cerezi. Okay, well, uh, uh, I, I, I uh, this is the, called the downside. This is an interview show. I always do this too late. This yes. is an interview show. We interview people, but we focus on the negatives. We're, we're tired of hearing how people's lives are going well. There's this illusion that life is good, and uh, I think it makes people more sad. Frankly, you said celebrate the negative, which I view as a positive thing. But th th that's that's I like well, that. I like phrasing. I like phrasing it that way. Celebrate that's how the I, that's, I wrote out this pitch deck yes. a while ago now. But I'm like, we discover the downsides to all silver linings. Yes. A pitch deck for a podcast. That's a downside. What's going on here? <laughs> um, uh, but we we are we are. Uh, uh, I'm I'm happy to see you, Russell. Uh, we had our sketch team had a show yes. this past Friday. Yep. And you made a really dickish comment to me. I know. I really oh heard John Marco's feelings in our rehearsal. And uh, well, that's I, good to know you have feelings. I, well, sometimes they, I'm yeah. like, does he? Feel? That's oh, wait, Maddie. See, wait, that that brings up a good point mm -hmm. because I think we John, all Maddie. Wait, shut up. <laughs> we no, no, no. That brings up a good point because John Marco, you have you are very sensitive boy, and and not everyone boy. knows that. And we can even those of us who know you can forget it and uh, make a joke because you know. Sure. And you, uh, Maddie, hurt my feelings once. Did and you? We're really? going to talk about How that. Did I hurt your feelings? You don't remember this? No. I brought it up like That's obnoxiously, like for a while. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, so, oh, a Fight Club so, thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Maddie, Maddie uh, was. Uh, I, I still consider you the Duchess of Co what was it? Oh called? my God! Yeah. So there was a show called Fight Club. Well, Comedy it Fight still Club. Is, but it still there is a thing. Was a good show. And oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> come on, it's a little incelly, right? Well, Matt Maron's gonna come after me for that, but it. it Are you guys still buds? We're friends, yeah, but it, it's a little. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no, no, two please. minutes in. Okay, anyway, I used he's, to be... He's the, he's the boss you can make jokes about. <laughs> yeah, you can make jokes about. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's the one talking about everything in their mother on Twitter, you know? Yes. So Comedy Fight Club, it's it's a roast battle show. Yeah. Um, that the, when I st first started stand-up comedy, I'm an actor coming into stand-up comedy. Yeah. I, you know, I do okay on shows because I can be loud enough in lieu of punchlines. And then I go to Comedy Fight Club. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I go to Comedy Fight Club. And it's it's a very, it was, a, especially when I when I first went, it was just cool. It was like in a basement and it was it was grungy. And there's, there's a, what would you call them? A panel? What were you guys? It was like a, pa yeah, panel. Like, you know, like in, in wrestling, there's like personalities yes. behind there. It's literally okay. like wrestling. So it was like a duchess. There's Chris Crespo. He had no arms. Okay. He, yeah. had one, he, has, he has the line. I think I told you. Oh, he yes, does, yes, yes. Before yeah, yes. his first line would be like, don't worry. He, you know, he'd take a very long time to get the mic out with his without his arms, yeah. and then he would say, "Don't worry, guys. I put my pants on just like you, eight hours at a time." 
Yeah. It's just Very one of those lines. I was like, mm, yeah. I would have, I would give up my arms for that kind uh, of opener. Dude, sometimes I think about cutting off my leg just for some acts, <laughs> you know, just for some jokes. What, what would, what would you start with then? You'd hop on stage. It would take mm. a while. Mm-hmm. And be like, I'd take the mic stand and be like, I found my other leg. I didn't think any further than cutting off the <laughs> no, limb. No. I just said, hey, this could bring me some diversity. Yeah. Yes, that, that could help, I'm yeah. sure. Mm. Um, so you were the Duchess of Comedy. Yeah. And you would do uh, like two thirds through the show, you'd do like kind of a recap of the show. A recap. Okay. I mean, it was impressive because you, you would write this monologue as the show was happening. Yeah, and I'd make yeah. fun of people and I'd be like, oh, John Marco versus Russell, that looked like a blah, blah, blah. And everyone would like, <laughs> gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I and did what, very poorly. Okay. Fight Club, I always talk. Russell, I talk, when I tell you, I don't even remember this. Yeah, yeah. That's how much I'm moving, what? you know? <laughs> what, uh, do you remember who, do you remember who you were roasting? And I like, was, I was what? battling what? Caitlin Rupert. Okay. So like, this is new. This is like, I always talk about roast battle because I feel like that's, that's how I learned how to write jokes. Yeah. Like in a very kind of, uh, uh, intense way. But it was Caitlin Rupert and like both her parents were dead. Mm. So I was like. I was, I was something about like, you know, her father killed himself, not from heroin overdose because she was his daughter. It was, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a dark battle, but we were terrible. We were both, yeah. we were both God awful. Bad. Okay. And you bombed so hard when you bomb. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, when Maddie did her recap and again, I'm new into stand up. I really love it. And yeah. I really want to do it okay. someday. And Maddie just like, Jamarcus Arezzi, quit comedy. <laughs> and then moved on. And for, for like a year, I could hear Maddie's voice. Every time I did badly, go quit comedy. Quit comedy. <laughs> and uh, but now you're here and you're in Vulture. That's true. You know? yeah. We we were ran up in Vulture. Now I'm begging you on my hands and knees to be on your podcast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> see this is redemption. Uh, I you, will say every week I would say that to someone. Yeah. I would say quick comedy to someone. What what is is that like? If a murderer is like, listen, by murdered someone the next week. You weren't special. Now I feel even worse. No, uh, you, no were, you should feel good. Like she, no, you feel it good. was just like a it's literally like a throwaway line. <laughs> to me, it was yeah. more like, oh, I got nothing to say. John Marco, quick comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Easy laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, see. I, I always see. forget that there's people who might be hurt by what I say. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think those uh, battles can be. But there, it's a roast, so I do feel like, you know, you've already gone to dark, dark places. Yeah. So saying to, but I, I can see. I think that hurt my feelings. Anthony Passaretti. Again, this is early. So early. like, you know, oh, totally. when you bomb early, no, 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 yeah. you feel very overwhelmed. Oh. I still do. But Anthony Passaretti, his line was like, uh, he said, Jamarco was on CBS's Blue Bloods because they needed someone to make, uh, what's the actor? Which Wahlberg? Donnie Wahlberg. They needed someone to make Donnie Wahlberg look like a good actor. Oh, oh. my gosh. That's or funny. so there was some I on my Facebook I had some religion listed, like some panentheism. And he was like, Jamarcus yeah. is panentheist, which means he's the only person in the world who believes in himself. Oh and my was, gosh. And I, I remember like my eyes like stinging a little. And if you <laughs> if I cried in this environment Game over. Yeah, I'd be known as that guy for the rest of my life. Every, it would be like in the opening monologue and Matt Marin would be like, Number rule, rule number two, no crying. No one wants to be John Mar <laughs> That's how he talks. That was a really good Matt Marin. <laughs> uh is it, did anyone ever hurt your feelings? Early on, you go in. It's just like you. You go in. You're like, ah. What's your sense of When I first point? started, I was I was a little bigger, 
And mm. people would say, you know, Maddie, uh, Maddie's a laughing Buddha host only for the snacks. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. And you don't realize you have certain flaws until people roast you and the whole audience laughs and you're like, fuck, I'm fat. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, if everyone's agreeing and there's other stuff too, like Maddie laughs her, at her own jokes so no one else has to. Stuff mm -hmm, like that where mm -hmm. you're like, damn, that hurt me to my core. Yeah. Yeah. But then the further along you get, the more you're like, I don't know, fuck it. You sure. see people say some crazy shit. Yeah. And then you also watch people kind of get upset during their roast battle and you're like, I don't want to be that guy. Yes. There was yeah. one I saw where someone was like, okay, well, fuck. You know, oh, and you're like, no. well, you don't want to look like that. No, no. And you remember no. at the end of the day, it's like all fun and it's supposed yeah. to be all fun and you never want to be the yeah. guy who's like getting pissed off and riled up on stage. No. I had so did you, were, were you then like for the next year, every time you saw her, were you, were you outwardly weird or were you just like holding it in and, and meanwhile i'm like john like, how are you yeah. like it's so good to see you like, uh, fine i'm you know, still like, in comedy like, by yeah. the way oh it's great why wouldn't you be i, I don't yeah, remember yeah, anything yeah, i yeah. say yeah yeah there's they make it i did i man i did you were i think you were judging it i was i did a roast belt during the pandemic and i was home oh, yeah. and i was going crazy we were all going crazy we were this, all this going was crazy. this was the midst of like what is life right that was like the midst of what is life yeah and we were doing a zoom roast battle which like i can't even process everything yeah. that happened last year and that was one of them that i totally forgot about yeah yeah and i was like you know what i'm gonna do it from my bath Fuck it and i thought it was like a quirky artistic decision and like the moment we turned on the zoom everyone's it wasn't like a Marco, what the fuck are you doing it was like what the fuck are you doing? Sure. And I was like, and, and I couldn't get out of the bath. I couldn't be the guy who started oh in the bath my and got God. out of the bath. I would also like to let it be known that before the show even started, there's the Zoom like sound check and stuff like that. So we're all just sitting on Zoom like, hey, how have you been? And John Marco's just in his bathtub. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this is cute. I'm yeah. adding some flavor to this horrible Listen. medium. And some and people are like, I maybe felt... he's going to get around to it, make some kind of joke out of it. And no, you're, that was just what you chose. It's, there yeah, was actually then, zero jokes about the bath. Yeah. And then and then <laughs> Boris, I was battling Boris hiking, and he kept making jokes about me being Russell's a hack. In shock. <laughs> and like, that's, I don't like being called a hack. Uh, yeah. You don't. That's like, like, no one does. Me gay all day long. The jokes about your comedy, you're like, come on. Yeah, really hurtful. and this was all all that. Yeah, and and I made some joke about Richard Gere, and I think Mike Cannon was like, "A great Richard Gere reference from the 1980s," and I was like, "I'm the worst comedian." I ran those jokes by you when we were in New Hampshire. I'm so sorry. Do you remember, oh. like, were you in the bath in New Hampshire or no? No, no, no. Oh, this was, See, it adds like, a different context. Yeah. <laughs> I was working on those jokes for weeks. Uh, I respect any sort of experimental stuff, in my opinion. If it flops, it flops, but. You know, like I was judging Rose Battle the other night and Menno Fernandez and Dalton Pruitt were very experimental. And I was like, I could never because I'm such a pussy. I'm very like, I got to stick to what I know. Uh huh. But when people like do crazy, even on Wild and Out, when people do like crazy experimental stuff, even when it bombs, you're like, I respect them yes. for trying something yes. new. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you, because I feel like you'd have a good perspective. I know many. What do you think about great roast comedians that can't seem to translate it to being good stand-up comedians. It's hard. But what's but like? I, I always look at them and I'm like, oh, just the way you're tackling this topic. Yeah. Just do it with a different thing, and then like write them all out, and then figure out how they can yeah. go in an order. If that was the case, then you would think really funny stand-ups should be able to do roasting. And it's always amazing. I mean, some. Yeah, totally. It's just like a different art form, and some people. Can, I can kind of be good at everything if you just like put it in front of me and I mm -hmm. focus for a day, you know, like packing and all, all sorts of stuff. But some people are just like, this is it. 
mm, but it can't do that. Yeah. And yeah. It's just one part of their brain. Roast. I mean, I kind of stopped doing them. I I got better than than when I was told to quit my profession. Yeah. yeah. In front of people, but I but I definitely profession. I mean, <laughs> it's a lot of it's. <laughs> I it's work so much work. Yes. And then JP McDade, who that was like the last match I really invested in. Yeah. Uh, he he was like, yeah, I wrote a couple new ones on the way here. We'll see how they do. And I was like, what the fuck? He's, you you didn't run it by no. 10 different people? He's and, someone who's like always just like, even before we did the Roast Battle Tournament and right before he went on, he was like, let me think about Chris Crespo a little bit. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's very, I would love to be someone like JP, who's mm-hmm. more relaxed, just excited to show off some jokes. Some of them flop, some of them are fire. But me, I'm like, full three days before, just like mm, churning out note, yeah. notes app, sending to Dave Cyrus like a fucking animal. JP is the one who, who, and he gave it to me, where it was the, he said, I look like before I tell a joke, I whisper to myself oh, yeah. a five, six, seven, so eight. So good. That's and a then very good joke. I use it on stage. I figured out a way to use it on stage. So good. JP did two, that's how good JP is, that he had two jokes. I was like, hey. Yeah. Can I have Can those? I? Yeah, yeah. this? Yeah. Really you good. captured something about me that yeah. I've been trying to capture for years. Really good. <laughs> I would love to. And I tried to also do a Zoom roast battle. And I thought, oh, I'll be relaxed. It'll be fine. I'll, I'll learn how to roast battle without going crazy. And I couldn't. It, it brought back too much trauma. Yeah. So I still can't even do roast without going full intense. Are you a mean person? You're very sweet. I mean, you're very nice. What's funny is because I met you in Comedy Fight Club <laughs> and you, because you're, that's how I first met you, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, totally. And it's this very harsh persona. I think I'm very nice, actually. You are very nice. Yeah. But I just, I, I think I know, just form fit to wherever I am. I'm like yeah. a fucking chameleon. I just got sucked up into this Fight Club thing and I'm like, all right, I'll do, I'll do the mean. I, yeah. I'm like really good at assignments. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. They're like, oh, you want me to roast? I'll roast. That's why when you first started doing Wild and Out, it was just funny because yeah. it was like, the Duchess of Comedy, yeah. and then you're there like in a full jumpsuit, tracksuit yeah. thing, totally rapping. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I do whatever people ask me to. Yeah, that's why, I like, when when people have these, like, sometimes people will be like, "Are you embarrassed to be on that show?" I'm like, "Bitch, I'm making money." Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fuck off. What are you talking? Or like, about? people here are very like controlling about how they want their career to pan out. But I feel like if you just go with the flow and just be good wherever people ask you to be good, things unfold pretty well for you. Yeah. But if people are like, well, I don't want to be in that, I want to be in that club, not that club. Just be good where you are. Yeah. You're yeah. supposed to like, you're supposed to say like, I have everything I need. Mm-hmm. That whole like abundance, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And with you go with, when you go with that, you can enjoy everything. Oh, this is a downside. My apologies. Yes, we John Marco's looking well, at me like gotta- the emoji <laughs> with a straight line for a mouth. I'm like, shit, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Wait, but so you, so what you. happened with Russell, I we did you. this tech, we were doing a sketch uh, we were the founding fathers, I guess. Yes. And so, you know, you're on a sketch team for yes. six years together. We all have two or three voices you can use in a sketch. You're playing an old person. You do your old man voice. I'm you know? on Wild and Out. You're, I'm the white girl. You, I fucking so, get it. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, John Marco was doing uh, a character. Uh, working on, what is this going to be? And, and it, we just Exploring started. We're just getting up on our feet doing the sketch the day of the show. And, um, and at the same time, Jessica and I both... You were you were doing a voice that we had heard when you did Scrooge, and it, it's you've done and Frosty the Snowman and Frosty. You've done that 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 those sketches a lot, it's a, and it's Daniel Day Lewis in Matzo Pizza. Okay. I've okay. had this voice for a while. A so, so, you, so you're doing it, and we at the same time 
said okay and then said insert the name of like I said Scrooge she said Frosty I think oh my god at the same time time. we didn't and we were just like it just happened at the same time and we both started and it was and it was mean but it was like if one of us had done it maybe it wouldn't have been as mean but we both did it at the same time and uh the tectonic plates collided you were very hurt and then and then we were still doing the sketch we were like we were like oh we're sorry you know yeah. we did a quick apology that didn't mean a lot I don't have and, a lot of voices my bad. yeah and then and then so we're doing the sketch and then John Marco's like like he's like he's like not into doing the sketch oh, no. and we're like oh no come on get over it we oh, have to like gosh. we don't yeah. time we, and then I we did will. a different character of mine then I did one of my other voices I tried that one uh but yes you did that was funny but uh the um I still felt bad about it later because I, I, I didn't realize in the moment you were as hurt as you were. Well, hold on. Okay. It's not like I didn't start crying in the middle of the thing. But you're, yeah, I but about you forget find, your sensitive. you find sensitivities. We find no, sensitivities. Totally. It's like, I'm like, that's one of my shortcomings as like a performer. Literally. I don't do I have a lot of voices. I can't do accents to save my And I want to tell you, no one's life. thinking that. No, no, one, no, one, wa- no close... one wanted it. It was, it was just, it was only it was, it was a dumb thing that was just like, Do you think oh. people go to Will Ferrell every day and go, oh, Anchorman. Oh, Ron, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> no, they go, Will, thank you for being here. We're so glad. I, uh, you do, you, you're good at voices. No, I wouldn't say anything professional. Your Ariana Grande was great. That was fun, yeah. But I don't think, I wouldn't, I'm not on a, I've never been on a sketch team or anything and had like a professional, like I've never submitted a character reel to you SNL You're just a savant, we get it, but you. <laughs> yeah. But even you it, said that Wild and, well, I think it was with Wild and Out is you did things where it was like, oh, I didn't know Maddie could sing. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess. Were you right. always yeah. a singer? I did chorus in high school, but I went to a really rich high school, so I was never the best of anything. Yeah. So now I'm like I said I'm like re- mildly good at everything. You know what I mean? But I went to such wealthy places that I was never the best of the best. Mm-hmm. If I went to a small high school, I would have been like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what you got to do. You got to go to yeah. somewhere you got to go somewhere that, you know, humbles you so then later in life. I know. Well, that's uh, people like me, we we always are like I will never reach the heights of being the star of my high school. Literally. I mean, I it's always ingrained in you. I was you know the musical came out I was like, "Oh, I, I guess I'm playing that lead this year." <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, w- welcome to the downside again. It, please, if you like this, check out the Patreon, uh, uh, downside.com slash, oh my God, no, patreon.com. It's patreon.com oh God, slash Marco. downside. Oh you get episodes early, ad free, and you get two bonus Patreon episodes a month. Five just me people and Russell. away from hitting our first goal. First goal, 25 people. So, awesome. so sign up. It's, it's only $5 a month. You get bonus shit and you support this thing, uh, going along. You have a podcast. I have a podcast, yeah. yeah. And it's, well, you have two, but there's one with guests and it's only female guests. I just have one. Oh, you just have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a a podcast and it's only female Mm -hmm. guests. So I guess my first question is, can I do it? You can come do it. I think I might be, we're going to get to 50 in a few months. So I think after that, I'll start expanding a little bit and it might make it into- You've run out of female comedians. Not at all. I have a- Actually, that too. It's like there's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of people. But also, I think there's opportunity for like segments of like, why is the guy here? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, yes. you know. But you told me, I mean, that was, that was a joke, but you told me, I think I joked to you and you said they have of men reaching out immediately. Immediately. Despite the premise. Hey, Maddie, we'd love to do your podcast. It's literally called That Time of the Week. And it's like all, it has like the female symbol in it. Yeah. It's all girls, has only been girls. And yet it didn't cross people's minds yeah. that it's a fe- all women podcast. That's a very funny thing to um, be like, I'm going to contact them and maybe they'll have me on the podcast. But then I've clearly not 
listened or looked not listened. looked for more well, than ten seconds. That's every person who asked thing. to do a bunch of shows. Yeah, like I had like a one off show once, and people were like, "I would love to do this." I'm like, "Dude, it's over." <laughs> it happened once, <laughs> but people just look at the flyers and yeah. then they they ask. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to know. I I'm going to LA, and I've been asking. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been doing a lot of trips just coming up, it. and I've been like asking people for spots, and just like did it. It's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard. humiliating. And you, and sometimes, frankly, like some people, I'm like, I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. Yeah. And it worked out. And I'm like, they probably don't like me, mm-hmm. but I got the spot. I know. Did you have a good time? I had a really good time. But I, similar to you, I had to message, message, message. The same thing in LA. There's like not as many shows happening as a yeah. year ago. A lot of shows mm-hmm. are over. So I'm messaging people and they're like, that show doesn't exist anymore. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Or I messaged someone who had already, I had already been booked on their show and they're like, you're already on it. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hilarious. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hilarious. It turned out, it turned out, it turned out fine. It ended up being fine. And you know what? It's snow. Once I got there, it snowballed into more shows yeah. because yeah. people see you and then they're like, I would love to get you on. I'm like, you ghosted me. But sure, no yeah. problem. Especially in LA, because some of these comics are in uh, LA. But it ended up being really fun. I asked one. I asked to do this guy's show, and it's a cool weekly show. And he he basically was like, "You know, we just reopened. There's no out of towners." And then and then I bothered him again, and he was like, "I think I can get you on. What date?" I was like, "This date." He's like, "You know, Jamie Kennedy and Brian Callen are stopping by." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I don't. Brian Callen show what?" Supernova. No, 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 okay, no. It was, it was a, it was a small. I liked your mic. Yeah, your sense it. That was good. Uh, no, but, but you know Brian Callen. Yeah, he had some very bad Listen. accusations against him. It's one of those things. Where I'm like, oh, do I have to say? Do I have to say no? Am I gonna say no to every show? Brian Callen, T.J. Miller. Uh, oh. uh, you know, you take your spots and you run. take your spots. Yeah, and then you then see you'd if they want to open. Say no to every show. I know. <laughs> There's way too many people out here to, for me to say no to money and stage time. There, if I said no to every show with a rapist or racist or sexist on it. Sure. I saw I saw yeah. a comic last night. We were talking about Seth Simons, of course. And she was just like, she mm-hmm. was like, oh, I know. Like Seth Simons thinks he's like f- rooted out kind of the, the big bad he people. And it's like he's there's the Ronan so Farrow of stand-up. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, there's so many more. There's you so many more. And there's so many more the in the world. There's yeah. just like, I had this thought, you know, Seinfeld used to say people were like, are comedians more depressed than mm-hmm. regular people? And he was like, I don't agree with Seifel on a lot of things, but he was just like, he's like, uh, no, we just talk about we it talk more. talk about it more. Yeah. And I, I feel yeah. like that way with like, sometimes it's like, stand-up is the most predatory place. I'm like, you know what? McDonald's probably is fucking too. Dude. You just don't report yeah. on this shit. Literally. Because yeah. it's not like jazzy to you. We're just on Twitter and other people aren't. Yeah. Every other industry I've been in has been like whack as fuck. Yeah. Academia? Can we talk yeah. about that? Oh my sure. God, yeah. Like, dude, predatorial. Yeah. At least we get to have fun and joke about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. I was sexually assaulted. <laughs> Guess I'm pretty hot. You can't do that in academia. You have to be all professional. <laughs> um. So. So I want to. You know. You. You. You grew up in Buffalo. Yes. Talk Any about a downside. To wow. Just a couple. Well, when I tell people I'm from Buffalo, they're like, that sucks, dude. It's cold. No shit. You don't need to tell me. How much yeah. colder is it than fucking New York? It's, it's, oh it's my way God. colder. What a it's question. It's so cold. Yeah. From October to May, it snows. Yeah. It literally gets into freezing cold. Does it go negative? Yeah. I've never been a negative. I went. Yeah. To, I, I went to undergrad at SUNY Potsdam. Up, Shut up. up! near there. Oh my god! I went to Geneseo. Yeah. Yep. So very. It was. It would Potsdam be like sometimes be like negative thirty. Negative. And like, when you go to college there, like, like you don't want to lose your coat, so you just get blackout, uh, so you can wear a hoodie. Exactly. And then you just like. It w- well, when you're blackout, you get warm. 
Uh, well, you're yeah, warmer. Yeah, you don't notice it. Yeah, you just don't notice the cold. I, I I've I've gone. It's like one of the only places where I was like I could never live here. Never. Like never. Like it, you're like this is horrible. Never. It would be nice for the last two weeks of of college. And people were and that was it. Oh, the last two weeks. And yeah. people romanticize those last two yes. weeks. They're, They're like, like, oh my god, college. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you get back immediately. It starts being freezing Awful. in October. Yeah. Why? Why did your parents? go there well my dad's from buffalo okay so my dad's from there my mom went to school there she's from long island and she went to school up off state and then I, they met in buffalo my dad grew up on a dairy farm in clarence new york which is outside of buffalo it's like a big farm town well now it's like suburban but it was a farm town and then they moved we moved up and down the east coast but they we ended up back up in clarence for a variety uh, of reasons and you went to college there just because it was, did you want to? Or Literally, were you just like. When I tell you guys, I had a full list of colleges. I was like UCLA, like all these places I wanted to go. And then my dad sat me down. We were like half broke, half not, weird. They were divorced. People were running out of money. They, different houses or they were still together in no, the same house, but no, divorced? No, divorce. Divorced, yeah. okay. From how old? 13 on. 13 on, okay. Yeah, so, um, and my dad sat me down. He's like, let's uh, let's get that list down to state schools. Just do that for your mom and I. Yeah. Dreams yep. shattered. Were I literally was going to go fucking west. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, but then they didn't even help me pay for college. It's like, okay, if I'm if you're not going to help me, oh, let me go yeah. wherever the fuck I want. It, it was just a difference between 50K of debt, which I have, which I guess an out-of-state would be 200K. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. still, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Same thing with my sister. She wanted to go to Brown, and they were like, you're going to go to UB, Buffalo. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, boy. Yeah. So um, I just went to the closest school to me that wasn't UB, because UB, everyone goes there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll go to Geneseo, because it was kind of like liberal arts. It, they called it the Harvard of the SUNY. Shut the fuck up. No. It's not at all. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. It, and it just had like IV on their school. So it looked like Vassar, but it was yeah. like less money per year. Yeah. And you studied what there? Economics. Economics. Yeah. So were you perform were you you said you did chorus? Were you doing in theater? In high school. So in high school I did theater, drama club, chorus, band, all the sorts all the music stuff. And then when I got to college, I wanted to actually do piano performance. But then I was like, mm, I don't want to practice my whole life. You yeah. realize yeah. like, oh, it's a yeah. lot of fucking work. And can you then, still can you play at all? I can still play. I have a piano at home, but not like I used to. You know, I if a piano's on stage uh, on a show, do you like do you go over and do a little thing? I should more. You, you should. should. I want to be. I want to. You know, you get caught up in the grind. Twenty years later, you're like, fuck, damn, fuck, yep. damn. Yeah. <laughs> Play what are piano? you five it's years a, later right a, now? You're already talking like no, 20 years later. Later on, you just, I could see how people uh, get lost in the mix. Yeah. And you're like, damn, I really went with the flow and and um, didn't like do anything fun. But um, <laughs> so I played piano all through high school. And then I got to college. I, you know, when you get to college, you're like, I'm going to be in this, I'm going to be in this, I'm going to be in this. Yeah. And then you get wrapped up in both your studies and partying. And yeah. but I auditioned for an acapella group. This whole podcast is about me getting rejected. I auditioned Great. for an acapella group, Hips and Harmony, and it was a girl's one. I got uh -huh. a callback, and then in the callback, this is just a gripe that I still have. They made me do bass alto. I'm not a bass alto. They made me mm. do low fucking G, and I was like, I can't hit these notes. Yeah. You guys sabotage me. So then I didn't get in. Yeah. Because we it was like, in my life, we did, there are places I remember. 
all my life. Yeah. Uh, and so my part was like, there are places. And they were like, Maddie, you need to hit the, and then I didn't get in. Yeah. So then, the, of course, the next four years, I was like, I don't do music. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I, I also auditioned and did not get into yes. an acapella group in college. I was like, what the fuck? And I went to the small I, school. It was like, easy. Yeah, that's right. I was like, not get in the Buffalo <laughs> acapella yeah, yeah, group. I was pissed. Um, I was like, well, I was in music school. And I, so it was a little Hot, more yeah, yeah, like of a yeah. thing. But also it was like, um, the, the I would I knew it was just like, I wasn't cool enough. Like it was like cool. The it cool was cool. They had one at ours the called the cool. Counts. Like you thought Fuck it was cool. You pointer there. counts. If you're listening pointer right now, counts. ours was called the big one at our school was called Exit Eight because that's the that's the exit that our college is off of, and yeah. they were so cool. Yeah, yeah. I auditioned yeah. for them, and they were like, they were I'm, cool even on campus, like or like looking back, you're oh, like, oh, they were losers. In music school, in they were music cool, school. but outside of music school, no, they were fucking losers. They're fucking I mean, losers. No offense to the pot standpointer counts, um, <laughs> uh, or any of the or the what girls' version was me. A sharps, and Shut I know we we have up. a couple A sharps listening I, on our on oh, our podcast. Oh, oh, we, we love your work. We love your work. Uh, this is nothing against the girl group. This is only target. To the Potsdam pointer counts, yeah, uh, which were all nice enough people, but the, I, I they did not they did not let me in, and uh, I was like I knew I was good enough to be on it, but you no, know totally. the thing is I'm glad I didn't get in it because mm -hmm. it probably would have been like my full like all of a sudden I would have had all full these thing. friends, yeah, and really uh, you know. I didn't need the friends. I got into all three of my high school okay, acapella queens. groups. Okay. High school, though. We're high talking school, about college. college. The next level. We're talking yeah. college. Yeah. Eat at Joe's. Five O'Clock Shadow was a barbershop group. Oh, these names. There's no, there's no, actually no good names no for good an acapella names. group. But when you were young, I remember when I first. There's no good I remember names. when I was like freshman in high school, I heard about like some group was called Oral Pleasure. Hate. And I remember being That's as a freshman, I was like, I was like, oh, fuck. That's inappropriate. God. And I was like, oh, oh I, my I, God, naughty, so, naughty. I hate, it. I hate it. Are there any uh, any good no, there's not a group good names? No. Did you watch Pitch Perfect, though? I loved Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I watched it. I yeah. think I watched it when it came out, but I don't remember it really much. I, I mean, listen I don't to not liking it, I like, uh, what's Pentatonix? I listen to them Ew. sometimes. Oh, oh come John Marco! Oh, come on! No, John Marco. If you said any group fun. other than them, they're not fun at all. Acapella, it's like one of those few things I feel joy. They're Christian and corny. You feel joy. They're literally Christian. You can't sing little, little. I almost call it little drummer boy. That's how I <laughs> little drummer boy and not be. That's true. You can't sing little drummer boy and not Christian. be a Christian. They have Christian vibes, like Hillsong vibes. Oh, Hillsong, yeah. Yeah. Like um, no, I Who's the cool? What's the cool acapella group to listen I to mean, when you're working out? I mean, that's an oxymoron. Working mm -hmm. out? You can only do it. Working yeah. out? I oh. listen to a lot of musicals while working out. Oh, my God. What do you listen to? Were you heavy metal? Quick comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to like full like pop, like one million beats per minute. Not, you will not catch me running the musical theater. I like a narrative. <laughs> but, I like to, but but that's bonkers doing. I like um, as, you know, as the key change. I'm like acapella. Okay. To work incline. Out. Add okay. some incline on yeah. here. What's the guy's name? Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. I almost said Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> That could, be, that could be that could be a Andrew Dice Clay yeah. musical. Yeah, they should it's actually. Dice Clay in Phantom of the Opera. Hey. Oh yeah, yeah. That's him, right? <laughs> yep, that's him. He does the rhymes, so it'd be like okay, Grinch. The music of <laughs> <laughs> the music of the night. Uh, I, I bop, I, I fucked her in her. Hey, he's one of those just that a memory. He, he, he does movies now, doesn't he? Wasn't he, he in does like movies? He's still movies. But what's funny about him is that. His persona was one of his characters. Yeah. 
He's a he's a, he's a Jewish well, was, yeah. man. Yeah. And then he just like went with that character, with character. for the rest of his life. Yeah. yeah. And he still like probably bombs and then goes hickory dickory doc. Obsessed. This chick was sucking my cock and everyone goes ah. Obsessed. Watching his old sets from the eighties is literally like a Trump rally. Oh. People are like saying the words with him. They're like go. Oh my and he, god. His career kind of came to a really crashing halt because during it was during the AIDS epidemic. And like he had made so many jokes about AIDS, um, as Comedy Fight Club does to this day. AIDS chance. Um, whenever someone says AIDS, everyone's chance AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Just to let everyone know. I think when the AIDS chance started, that's when I was like, I think I'm gonna get out of here from my career. Yeah. Do you ever worry? I mean, you have a lot of roast battles online. Yeah, I've kind of parsed through them. I took out one where I said the R word, so yeah, that was the biggest one. And, you know, I was talking to Dave Cyrus, and he's like, as long as it's under the roast umbrella, you're yeah, relatively yeah, yeah. good. You are a little protected a little under safe. the roast umbrella. I just umbrella. think ultimately yeah. the things we're going to get in trouble for are not going to be the things we it's think. It's going to be literally something I say on a podcast that's like, oh, Western medicine is really good. And people will be like, <laughs> wow, you anti-Eastern poverty shaming bitch. You know what I mean? It's not going to be a joke. It's going to be some ignorant fucking shit that's not even ignorant. But people are going to look it up. And My sister's... One of my sisters is not really into Western medicine suddenly, and I don't mm. know how to handle it. Because yeah. my reaction is like, shut the fuck up. I'm obsessed with antibiotics. Love really? Them. Obsessed. You really buy any of them? Mm. What do you think they do for you? They cure Are you against infections? antibiotics? Yeah, wait a second. What do you say? Oh, oh antibiotics. So I thought, oh, I was not thinking antioxidants. you meant, I thought you were mean like antioxidants. No, antibiotics. Oh. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, know, I'm when, obsessed when, with them. When you get something and people are like, just like wait it out. I'm like, no, I'm going to the doctor. I was like, you know, the Jews control it. Uh, I'm Jewish for the new listeners. If you don't know I'm Jewish, get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, yes, I'm worried my dad takes too many antibiotics. We're like, yeah. you know, they, there's the thing of you. Yeah. You, you create these super germs the who can be yeah. defeated. Yeah. And my dad's part of that. Um, so you drank in college. A lot. Yeah. Because yeah. when you go upstate. That's all you do. I always there. blame it on the location. I'm like, oh, it was cold. But I yeah. actually, I think I had a drinking problem. But yeah. you were also doing well in school? You, you were, For the last three years. The first year I tanked. Mm. Like a fucking, I didn't realize you, I watch all these movies, Animal House, Old School. I thought it was like, yeah. Geneseo like doesn't give out. This is how you become a good school is you don't give out any fucking A's. They give out. Oh. They like make it so hard. Here's my thing: if you're going in debt for school, do not give us GPAs. Why the fuck am yeah. I getting a two point four and paying twenty thousand dollars a year for this? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so I had to scrape out of bad grade. Well, first year I tried to major in math, and that was horrifying oh. because once you get beyond calc two, it's like impossible to do unless you have that side of your brain activated and you're literally Elon Musk. Well, he's not smart, but someone like him. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the, the last three years I majored in econ, murdered it. But the first year I you had to climb out of a two point six, and then I ended up with a and you were, Maximum I was like, I went to college, 5. because I went to college for musical theater. Oh, he doesn't know what I'm saying right now. No, we oh, had yeah. grades, but there was a feeling of like, uh, well, you think the people auditioning me are going to, I, I was yeah. over grades for Not, college yes. and that was a relief. There yeah. was a, I was like, glad I got to let that totally. part of my life go. No. Yeah. I, I had grades too. It Did was you grades care? heavy. Yeah. yeah. I care. I mean, yeah. Uh, the thing, what, what, I, what I was stressed about is that we had so many requirements being in music school of like of ensembles and things to be in and you got zero or one credit sometimes for some of them. So mm. I would have like insane scheduling for like, yes. I would, you know, I'd have like, 
I it would not be unnormal for like Monday through Friday for be like eight a.m. to like six or seven Insane. at night, like like with like an hour here and there yeah. in between stuff. But it was like all this ensemble stuff that you didn't get a lot of credits for. Yeah, it was just stupid. And you were like, why am I? Why, why would I possibly get a grade why? in men's ensemble? Why? Like if I'm coming, do you know what I mean? Like I'm there, Literally. and you're like, you know. I, I'm not like just screaming at people. Yeah. Like getting kicked out, you know? I can relate. I was also, so when I got rejected from a cappella group, I just went hard into the newspaper and I became no. the editor of the newspaper. <laughs> I was the editor in chief of my school newspaper. And so, same thing, no credits. Yeah. It, it wasn't like a blocked thing, but it was like that's what the, all my time was dedicated to. And yeah. For yeah. thankless. No one reads the school newspaper. No one, really, no one, really, no really one, really, no one. Now, were you making jokes? Were you funny at this time, or were you just like, I'm a straight, I'm a journalist? So no. So oh, what I'm happened? A I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a journalist. I'm uh, can't name any famous journalists. I'm. Uh, I was just going to try to name drop. There's, it's like a thankless position. So when I started the newspaper, so when I was in high school, I tried. I, I had a little column in the in the newspaper that got printed on computer paper, and it was called Just Saying with Maddie Smith, and I would like write little fake opinions. It was like anti-Ugg boots. And then one of them was like, don't be the guy who wears a white tux to prom. You know, like funny, uh-huh. high school funny. But then when I got to college, I was like, okay, I'm going to join the opinion team on the newspaper and write like funny kind of like satire, but like opinion. And people were like anti-Iraq war, like yeah. all sorts of stuff. <laughs> like here's the problem with Republican policies. And I'm like, mm, Starbucks sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yes. I literally got fucking roasted to my core by the, there was one article I wrote and they didn't even put it in because, and that's how I learned like, oh, you, you can't just come in and try to be funny. What was the article that you wrote? It was, uh, it was uh, something about women's fashion, not Ugg boots, but there was something else that was going on at the time that I wrote about. And they were like, it wasn't serious enough. And I was like, oh, I thought we were allowed to be funny. Cause I thought it was like oniony. I didn't know. It what- should be more. You're like those college things too. You're like, no one is reading it. So yeah. we could take a little more risks with it. I think yes. you'd be like, you know? listen, George Bush is going to look at this and go, maybe the Iraq yeah. war was a maybe mistake. Maybe I am making the mistake. Yeah. Maybe I'm, <laughs> yeah. So this was way more serious. But that's when I started getting into the features writing where you could kind of like make fun of what you're writing about. Like I wrote about this, this uh, frat who had a 5K run, but in between the 5K, they had to eat a garbage plate if you're from Rochester. Yes, okay. Oh, it's the whole thing. They had this thing called garbage plates, uh-huh. which is meat, mac salad, home fries, all in one, mustard, all over the top. You mix it together. It's called a garbage plate. It sounds it's good. Pla- it's, it's actually fire. Yeah. It's actually horrifying. But so you run, the guys would run a mile, eat the garbage plate, run another mile. And my first article for features was kind of like quipping at how fucking like gross all these people are. Uh-huh. And so I was able to like put a little slant with like a little funny quip when I was features writing. So that's how I got into the newspaper was like going that way. But it wasn't comedic. It was kind of just like poking fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. While displaying the facts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Getting um, so I drank all throughout all of that. And do you it's think looking back, question. were you were you were you depressed? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. Because I've only blacked out heavily. twice in my life. And they were both. This one was the musical theater camp where. A man filleted me, and I was fifteen. What? This was a musical theater camp. I blacked was it, was out, and like right before I blacked out, this guy—he put his dick in your mouth. No, no, he he blew me. 
as I as I gently passed out. So that was it's a story I tell on stage. I've talked about it on this podcast. I've never heard of this Listeners story. Listeners don't. It's just it's just. I mean, it was I was with like two guys and like we were getting wasted yeah. and we had a party and yeah. you were trying then, to fit like, in. With, you were like he was trying to fit oh, in. I was like the, you know the, all these the guys were coming yeah. out. Yeah. And this guy uh, who who's still in the business again. I was like I I just remember he the. Last two things I remembered was <laughs> he was like he was like I'm straight but I can make you feel amazing and I was like cool and and then I remember like that's what like, I tell my boyfriend before I ride him <laughs> <laughs> wow and, and then like I just remember like nothing was going on yeah and then oh my gosh he just started blowing the other guy and then I passed mm. out oh my gosh. Wow. And I like I saw him at an audition like ten years later, and I, one of those things where I was like, I don't know if he remembers this. Yeah, I didn't care, but I remember just being like, oh, black and outs. I was so in so much pain the next day. Yes. Yeah. I can't. I just don't. That's not in me. Whatever that is that people. Did you enjoy yeah. it? So here's how I know I was depressed because the first time I blacked out, I was 18, and I woke up the next day, missed 10 hours of my life because I blacked out so hard. And I, when I woke up the next day, everyone was like, you were so funny last night. And oh, yeah. I was in a lot of pain, but I was like, need to chase that feeling yeah. of being the life of the party. Yep. So Blackout Maddie became like this thing where they're like, she's going, she's going. And people oh, would be like, we geez. need to see you out tonight. And so you just get addicted to that. Like, because yeah. when I'm drunk, I'm fun as fuck. You will not catch me I remember going getting blown to... by a man. You will catch me like complimenting people I don't like. Uh-oh. Well, like, I was, you know what I was just about to say is that I remember going to your birthday party Complimenting two years people ago. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I remember going to your birthday party and yeah. like I was, I had to, you know, I was only there for a little, you know me, I'm there 15 minutes. I'm like, Literally. all right. Yeah, I yeah, I'm good here. There's people no. here doing better than me and <laughs> I... <laughs> Jeez. Literally Friday night in the Top, city, no one's singing about comedy. The opposites of of the party. <laughs> but I remember, right I remember leaving and like you, I knew you were drunk, Hammered. but you were you were very uh, very like you gave me a hug yeah, and, I, yeah. and I had that thought of like, oh, Maddie and I are closer than I had thought. I I think we are closer than you think. Yeah, but we work together. When I get recently. hammered, I'm like making out with men and women. Andrew's like, woohoo, you do you. <laughs> You know? Yeah. But yeah. it's been like that from the beginning. Just making friends left and right. Yeah. When you black out, do you remember any of it? Barely. I have I have lived Where's the lives. fun of that? You don't even know what you did? Exactly. All you know is you crushed. That's all you need to know. <laughs> when you wake up the next day, are you like, ooh, I can't wait to see what people said about there's how I was last night. There's a tint. As, as I got older, there's regrets. There's regrets. But early on, it'd be like, ooh, you watch videos of yourself. Most sane people would be like, this is creepy that I disappeared for long. But I was so lost in my life that I was like, cool. I'm the life of the party. I'm like the fun person. Most yeah. most normal people would be like, I never want that to happen again. I'm really scared. But I was like enthralled. And you were nice. I mean, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Some people get, I'll Same. never understand people who get mean like you. Russell, you get mean? No, he doesn't get mean. I don't get mean at yeah. all. Like, in, I'm not fighting people. I'm not. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I get like uh, snarkier mm -hmm. in like, like I, I'll do like, and it's usually around the comedy stuff. Yeah. So I'll be meaner in a text about a comedy related thing oh, okay. yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to just John Marco drinking with text for sure. Yeah. And it's like just the, dark it's, shit. It's, it's darker oh, and snarkier, yeah. but it's not like, 
I don't feel mad. Like, I don't feel like. Yeah, he's very funny. But it's yeah. like, there's sometimes where, in general, this dynamic, like, I'm the stand-up comedy. I'm, like, darker, yeah. more cynical. But then when he's drunk, he says I things that, I, that I'm like, whoa. I <laughs> Russell, love it. These thoughts that you have in your head are really r- horrible. I love it. <laughs> I'll, I'll open up a little bit too much when I get drunk yeah. and I'm like, can I tell you how I feel about them? And they're just like, oh, and I, I, I might shit talk a little bit too much. You know, yeah. you, you yeah, get yeah. a few drinks yeah. in you and you're like, I have something to say about blah, blah, blah. And you're like sharing too much stuff, but it's yeah. never backfired yeah. too much. Yeah. yeah, do you have to be careful with the, you, with I the have shit, to be shit talking? I open up like, a little bit too you're much. Like, I, you're like, there's a false sense of closeness when it, you're drinking with someone. Uh, and well, then you're like, oh yeah, I don't actually know this person. And if it's yeah. at all related to like a thing, that at all related could be, to a it's, thing. It, you got to be careful. Well, yeah. especially as comedians. I mean, we, we work together at Mohegan yeah. Sun, mm-hmm. but every time I just, I, I went to Mohegan Sun actually with yeah. Ariel Elias. Yeah. And like just something about being in a car with someone. Lit- like it's the same- thirty yep. minutes in, you're like, you know who I fucking yeah. hate? Yeah. You know who's the fucking worst? And you just like you're like, I hope we're close. And you hope you both share enough shit that you're like, we, we well, cannot. Then, you know what? I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Russell. No, I was going to say, the other thing, too, is if someone does it first, <sighs> then you're there's like, they, they flip the switch. Yes. Like, they did it, and then you're like, oh, we can do this. And then you're doing it, and then it, it is a slippery slope. Cause, it's a little bit slippery. You have to make sure there's trust. You have to make sure you're on the same page. And you have to make sure that they're uh, they're going to shit talk, too. It's a two-way street. Yes. I absolutely hate when you start shit talking, and they're like, I just like don't like want to do that right now. Uh-huh. And you're like, okay, queen, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> and they're like above it. And then you have to yeah. like, drive gripping because the steering wheel. Because you know wheel. they, yeah. you know they uh, think things. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know they think things. Shut up. Especially yeah. if we're talking about like bookers. I'm like, they're oh, not here. They're not here. They're not yeah. here. I agree. I, I remember one time <laughs> I was in high school and there was this kid. So we were, we like, I was in charge. The only comedy thing I did in high school was like I was in charge of like putting together the the MCs for the talent show. I hosted and we did, mine and in we high did school. sketches in between and stuff. Yes, uh-huh. and so it was like my first time writing. So we had like there was like five or six of us that were doing these sketches and stuff. And at one point we were like coming up with the sketches we were writing, and uh, we were talking about these mean girls that were in our high school, and oh we were kind of like making fun of them mm-hmm. and figuring out like can we do something in a oh sketch kind of like not directly calling them out but like their vibe of and this one kid was like and he was like a total nerd he's like um i just feel really uncomfortable because these are my friends i'm like they're not Ooh, your they're fucking not friends like and i didn't all. and then i felt so mean because I, I wanted to be like they're not your friends they don't like you at all yeah but then you're like they don't that, even that's know who so you are mean to be like that yeah. person to tell that person that so then you're just like in this weird thing where you're like um okay okay i guess we won't i do guess the we won't do sketch. that sketch you know like Hate that. um so like, yeah it's yeah. a feeling it's a f- but i will say for the most part when you're in the car talking shit i there's always the same people that everyone hates Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's. I'm never like you know who I hate, and they're like I love them. It's like they're like oh my god, they're such a problem. Everyone agrees who's a problem. Yeah. Do you ever get scared? I mean, I, this is my nature where I'm just like, I wonder if other cars right now are talking that they hate me. No one's awake right now. <laughs> what? At this moment? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, other when cars. I, I'm saying other cars, other not right this right second. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like people have shit talk me. Sure. Yeah. And everyone shits. I mean, you just have to accept it. I think Jeffrey Asmus had a status like, yeah. if I shit talk other comedians, that means they're all shit talking they're all about shit, me. Everyone's yeah. shit talking everyone. And then at the end of the day, you're like, all right, whatever. I'm still doing yeah. well. It's just this stand up is such an insane. There's just so many different personalities. Yeah. And your personality is your craft. 
Yeah. And we're all like, you know, one day we're feeling hot, the next yeah. day we're feeling not, and we don't know why the people succeeding are succeeding. And it's, it's dark. It's, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, I feel like I have more friends now. I always, I, because I didn't, I kind of didn't do the open mic yeah. part at the mm-hmm. beginning, which I think it was just, I didn't have those those friends from the beginning totally. and now yeah. i'm starting to like you know work with people yeah. and when people open i'm like oh cool yeah open for me more times yeah, yeah, and we'll yeah. get to know each other yeah. but you you hold on to those friends because it's yeah. it's tough to have friends in this it's industry. tough you have to get your crew and you have to know they're there for you and you have to know they don't care how far you go or not Mm-hmm. You have to get like a group of people who you could hang out with and not talk about comedy. Yeah. And you have to too. respect. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing when you're in the same art form is like you have to respect them to s- their abilities to some degree. Mm-hmm. If you don't think someone's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you don't. Even yeah. if they're not your cup of tea. But if you don't respect them, I think it's yeah. really, really tough. Really tough. Yeah. Because you hit a point where they're like. Why am I not getting this stuff? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you run, out of, you run yeah. out of things to like make up or say. Yeah, or actually, offer. yeah, yep. Yeah. Um. So okay. So when did you stop? When did you go? No more blacking out. Um. It sort of just became less. Just the hangovers, especially when you do stand up. It you can't. Yeah. You yeah. can't deal the next day. So I think like college, I'll, I was able to deal with that. And it was fun. Blah blah blah. I kind of. And when you're younger, you can push through a hangover, but then. I think New York, when you start blacking out, it gets a little scarier. Expensive, too. Expensive. You wake up in Sheepshead Bay on the train. You're like, You woke up on the train. Woke up on the train in in literally, like, bottom of Brooklyn. Nothing was stolen? You had everything with you? No, I was just like, oh, fuck. You know? Yeah. Then I got up and went in the reverse direction, back toward where I lived. Oh, boy. And that should have been a red flag, but I kept blacking out, blah, blah, blah. I think there was a... A bender of a month in 2018, where I had a lot of uh, random hookups going on. And then I think I woke up one morning and was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Then I th- I started, then I went through the summer, and then I started dating Andrew. I think Andrew was the big one. It's your boyfriend, well, Andrew Chavon. Andrew Chavon, my boyfriend, obsessed with him. We started When we started dating, we were like drinking a lot. And then I think once the relationship was solidified, I was like, we're done. We're done yeah. with this whole thing. Yeah. Do you guys still drink a little? We still drink a little. I'll black out on my birthday. There was a wedding we had early on where open bars are risky for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where I blacked I out. I feel like it's going to go away. Me too. It's like the feeling you of always, like. Yes. The, 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 you think it's going to, they're going to run out? Or the, it is like, say it's closed. I really struggle. It's the mixing of things at weddings. Mixing. And also it's just the idea that it is open. Something the about idea, it is. It's so is, fun. Yeah. It's so enticing. So blacked out at an open bar wedding. And then I think it's pretty much slowed down a lot since then. Past Halloween might have been the last time. And that was like the first post-COVID like outdoor party where it just got out of control. I dated someone. I mean, it depends on how people are drunk, but I dated someone who like got really drunk and uh, not very long. And there was just like, they came to a show. Yeah. They came to one of uh, my my sketch team shows and like they were so blackout drunk. I was Mm -hmm. like, and they they were like kind of like wanted to like, they wanted to like have sex. And it was like early in the relationship and I was just like, Absolutely no. not. No. Yeah. Absolutely totally. not. Am I yeah. fucking around with it? I'll always remember in high school, uh, I had a friend and he went to a party and this girl I knew who was drank a lot was mm-hmm. wasted. Yeah. 
and they had always had sexual chemistry, but they had never hooked up. Yeah. So she wanted to hook, make out with him or yeah. whatever. And he, he got to the party. He was sober. And he was like, oh, fuck. And he was like, oh, I know what to do. And he took six shots oh. of vodka. To try and like, make out. This is literally super bad. That's yeah. super bad. It's yeah. one of those things where like, I'm like, oh, the schools, we're not talking about sex nearly enough. Because no. I understand to like a 15-year-old being like, hey, you can't make out with someone who's drunk. Got it. Yeah, I'll get wasted yeah. too. Yeah, totally. And it's like, and they just made out. There was nothing too untoward as far as as far as yes. I know. But uh, uh, it's just, I think so much about how in high school everyone accepts. Yeah, I got in trouble in high school because there was after the end of a show there was drinking yeah. and smoking on mm-hmm. campus, and I'm like, we all know high schoolers drink. And we all just are like, eh, well, yeah. some will get in trouble. Yes. And the ones who are really good at crimes yeah. will get away with it. Or they and have get connected into- parents. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember it was so hard to get booze in high school. I, I I was surprised because, you know, obviously everyone was drinking. And I didn't really I didn't really drink in high school until like the last, I think, maybe year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it felt so hard. I remember a meeting on a back road thing. And I remember each of us, mm-hmm. my friends, each we each spent twenty dollars, mm-hmm. and I think we got a six pack. Do you know what I mean? Oh like, my we, god! Like, we like Hilarious. were, were yeah. spending like an insane amount of money. And the first yes. time I drank, I think I had three beers, and uh, and it was it was you know it was like it was it was so fun. But I was yeah. like, I remember spending yes. twenty dollars for those three totally. beers. Totally. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, in yeah. high school for like, yeah. and it wasn't at a bar. You know, it was like a thing. But do you not smoke pot? I'll do a little edibles every so often, little gummies yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. The smell like the of, gummies. so in college I smoked a lot of weed. I didn't even say that. Yeah. So the smell of weed really sends me to a different place that I don't like to be in. It reminds me of college. I don't really don't like the smell of weed. So I like edibles a little bit more. I also don't like how weed it hits you right away when you smoke it. I don't like that being like, oh, fuck, I'm already a different person. I like edibles. They hit you a little bit. And you can like take a little nibble and then be like, all right, I'll take a little bit more. And it's like, it's just like a calm yeah. and you can control exactly how many milligrams you're consuming. What's your perfect milligram? Literally like 2.5. I'm a fucking pussy. I'm I have these mints from LA that yeah. are two. Oh, and shit. And I, I can't wait to go buy some more yeah. because I like, I take it yes. before, I like I can do a show on two milligrams. Me too. I take it before and you're then a little I'm loose. like, hmm, why am I feeling, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, you're like mint. more present. Oh, you're like having more fun in your bits. Every so often when you have like a low stakes night, you're like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll take a little bit of these. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's my perfect little gummy, little yeah, tiny yeah. thing. But like people at New York Comedy Club, like Sagalo and Mike Cannon will be like, I just took a hundred milligram thing. I'm <laughs> fucking pumped. And I'm like, hell, you will never catch me doing that but weed if i smoke too much will put me on a different planet yeah the last uh day of wild and out we always have a rap party and this season everyone was like maddie's getting high the last night and i smoked some sort of weed that put me i was at the rap party really paranoid and not not feeling fun. good yeah, yeah. I, I, was, lo- I love how you are getting this position where everyone's like we're gonna get Maddie fucked <laughs> yeah. up tonight. Yeah. We're gonna get this. <laughs> it was bad, and it, that was the sort of thing where it was like the, it wasn't edible. It was like blunts, yeah. and yeah, I took one hit, and they were like, "Maddie, it's puff puff pass, not puff pass." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I was just like really spiraling. Yeah, I love it because you know we all talk about like we're like don't peer pressure. And then you're at a party and you're like, come on! Yeah. Yeah. Another hand, please! Get fucked up! Yeah, you're like, all right, fine. Let's do it. Yeah, you know, it's like, I've date, like, I like to get stoned. 
Yeah. And especially like when I'm dating someone, like yeah. I think that's a really enjoyable. Yeah. I get to I get let go, and like you know, sometimes I'll be with someone who kind of smokes just a little. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, oh. Yeah. But then, <laughs> Tova, not a problem. She oh. smokes a lot. Tone like pass. Yeah. <laughs> pass. yeah. Totally. <laughs> I, yeah, I have zero control. I have no knowledge. I don't know milligrams. I don't know anything. It's like, hard. I mean, I, I, rare, I so infrequently do it. I take I, one hit like, and I'm I, like done. One I, hit The for last me, time I yeah. probably had it was when we were in Toronto. No, I had to. Oh, my God. You, the casino. So oh, yes. I, I headlined and they all came yeah. up and we got oh, pretty cool. fucked up yeah. on yeah. some edibles and we're um, gonna do I still have that same bag of edibles. That's how slowly Yeah. I, I yeah, this. I just don't have any I, I, I don't I can't control it as much as but drinking. So I it, yeah. it's like I don't know it as much, I don't do it as much. Yeah. Um okay, so well Andrew Chavon's your boyfriend. There's no downsides yeah. there. No downsides no. to Andrew. No. He's cool and nice. He got a new car? We have a new car. Okay, because yep. his first car had a lot of downsides. A lot of downsides. Yeah. Andrew had this truck. 2003. Designed by Hot Wheels. It was the smallest. Tacoma. Literally this big. It was, so once we were going to a casino, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't know Andrew very well, but he had offered to drive. He's a very nice, very nice guy. And uh, I remember he was like, I'm in the car, I'm waving at you, and I look <laughs> around, and like I have to put on my glasses. And yeah. I'm like, oh. Oh, there's the What's car. What's this? And yeah. and then What's another this? comic, another comic last yeah. minute was like, I need, uh, can we join you? Russell, it was, it had one bench, oh one, a truck with, didn't have the back. And three, so this comic yeah. joined me. Thank God this comic is the skinniest comic in the scene. Who was it? Yeah. Alex, Alex Babbitt. Babbitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, but it was the worst drive mm-hmm. of my entire, I, I just like, I get, I'm not super claustrophobic, but he yeah. was on both of our laps. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. And I'm so glad that car. Is gone. Well, I didn't go back with them. Like someone else was there and they Tot- offered yeah. to take it. I was like, hey, I'm Bye, gone. Yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> totally. Well, actually, that got us out of having to drive a lot of people places because I'd be like, there's literally no room. You know when there's people say there's room. no room and there is room? There was no room. Yeah. So it was a good truck to have for when, you know, like I got a book done to show in Pennsylvania recently for headlining. And he was like, can you also drive these three people? I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And yeah. with the truck, I would have been able to say, no, we have no room. But yeah. I just flat out said no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now, now, because this is downside, uh, you know, we'll talk a bit about Wild and Out. Yeah. One thing I think is so funny about Wild and Out is uh, Jacob Williams, yes. who's, who's a great comic, and he was on Wild and Out. Um, and he, he was kind of paved the way too. for white people to he be did. on Wild and Out. He did, yeah. And uh, I just remember Jacob would perform at LOL sometimes, and we used to have family shows there. And like the only time I ever saw him get recognized, like it was a family show and a six-year-old kid in the front oh was my like, gosh. he's from Wild and Out. Oh, yes. so and I was like, all right, buddy, we well, got 12 more years before he can support you in the clubs. Literally. It's <laughs> what a hard following. Is the fan base, would you say, like, is it, is it teen? What is it on? What channel? VH1, MTV2, and MTV. Okay. I remember like, when I watched MTV, it was like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. It'd be like, I'd watch Spring Break and like, there'd be Mm -hmm. guys like, doing whipped cream off people's titties. I was like, yes! This is the dream! So this is the dream, Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was all about sex for me. My MTV was just like, oh, sex. Yeah. Sex and like, all those shows that were like, next, date my mom, pit my ride, like all these shows that were like, cool. Like, I remember yeah. making the music video like Christina Aguilera. Like I just remember she took off her shirt and was wearing like a yellow bra. And oh. I was like calling friends like, you need to see oh the making gosh. of the I'm a genie in a bottle music yeah. video. Oh, yes. Episode. Totally. <laughs> it's just funny. I mean, imagine her being upset. She's like in her bra. If she knew, she's like the number of 12 year olds that mm-hmm. are fucking like drooling right now yes. over you. Yeah. But oh. so is the fan base, is it younger? I think it's younger. I would probably, I, my analytics on Instagram say most of my followers are 
24 to 35. Yeah. So it's not as young as I That's thought because most of my followers are from Wild and Out. But it is a pretty youthful demographic. Just MTV in general. But it's also like international too. Yeah. yeah. What, like, any, any particular countries that you're like, oh, it's big in... Literally like Pakistan, South Africa. Hilarious. Wow. Like all these places. Do you think you could tour there? I don't know. I got to get it. I got to get someone to analyze all my shit. Yeah, and yeah, see yeah. where I should go. But it's a... Uh, the Pakistan tour. Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> Hello, Hello everybody. everybody. Hello everybody. That's my time. <laughs> Have a good night. God, I, if I had to go, if I had headlined, like mm-hmm. I always, whenever I go, I've only performed outside of America a yeah, couple times. Me too. But I always question really intensely. I'm like, I'm like, do you know? Oh fuck! What, do you know what CVS is? Do you know what Axe Body Spray is? Literally. Do you know? Do you have lunch here? Do you eat lunch? Do you eat lunch? Is that a mid? Is that do a you thing have you the do bachelor. midday? You eat food? Yeah. I, do you have the bachelor? Yeah. I think the best case scenario in Canada, I got picked up by a comic, and like on the way to the club, I got to ask like the twenty questions I had. Okay. Yeah. Like, did you did you watch these commercials in the nineties? Was this like a yeah, thing? But that's Canada. Imagine going yeah. to exactly fucking you know Africa. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to whisper. Africa. I almost said bumfuck, and then I'm like, all right. Yeah. Uh, we already said we support so Western like, medicine. Imagine going to shithole countries like. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. It sounds um, like Trump. So, what downsides about Wild and Out being? Let me say real quick. I did do a, a commercial with Nick Cannon way back oh, yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was called. He had a reality show called like Assistance, or like it was yeah. about. It was, I mean, this is pretty bleak. Like trying to to. Uh, a reality show where you tried to be an assistant to someone famous. But wasn't oh that, didn't obsessed. Andy Dick have that show first? Like, wasn't that a show first with Andy You're Dick? Accusing no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm, no, no, no. I'm saying, You're accusing like, every show it, of being a remake of something maybe else? Maybe it was a, like a, the next version of that. Like, I'm saying, like, because it was on MTV, I think. I think it was like, Was that a comedy? It was like a reality show. It was maybe. Like Andy know, auditioning no, no. to be Andy Dick. This is essentially like people who wanted to be like, people who wanted to be uh, multi hyphenates. Who were like ambitious but didn't have any skills. Oh, mm-hmm. I think the end of Dick one was like a joke, kind of. Like okay. it was like this you was know. serious. This was like this oh, was like okay. hustle oh culture. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah. And so mine was I I worked more with Nick Cannon's body double than Nick Cannon himself. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. We were at like we were at like a mansion oh, in wow. upstate New York. Oh my and gosh. my sketch was like Nick Nick Cannon is talking to his assistant and like uh what about Petunia, my pig? Did you drop her off at yoga okay, yeah. class yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like oh. and the yeah. sketch was i was a yoga teacher and right. i was doing a headstand uh with a six day old piglet in a mm-hmm. tutu mm-hmm. and uh i was like calm down petunia yeah and first a couple things about pigs when pigs squeal like it truly sounds like you're boiling them in water oh their squeal is so promoted and it does sounds something tasty. in your body yeah. that yeah. you're like something is wrong yes. like we need yeah. to escape so it's a six-day-old pig this is a non-union commercial Obviously. so the, yeah. the yeah. trainer is like kind of like nudging hard i wouldn't say kicking oh but gosh. close to kicking yeah. this pig who doesn't want to be in the frame nor wear the yeah. tutu i'm on my head right. holding it on the head and they're just yeah. waiting for this piglet to get in the frame long oh enough for me gosh. to say my line yeah so the moment the piglet runs in they're like say the line say the line oh my oh, the tutu's off the tutu's chaos. off oh no chaos oh and uh uh unfortunately it did not get to wild and out from there <laughs> yeah uh, you tried 
is the what are the downsides to that you that, about working on a show? It's pretty intense shooting schedule, right? The biggest downside is how stressful it is, and how every season I say I'm going to be healthy this season. I'm going to just be fun. I mean, I've only been on three seasons, so yeah. and first two were pre-pandemic. Uh-huh. So this post-pandemic, I was like, I'm just going to have fun. The minute I got there, I was like, mm, must write amazing jokes. The same yeah. with Rose Battle. You think, you know, you think you're going to have fun. And then the minute the show starts, you're like, fuck, I'm, I'm in that headspace again. What's the schedule like for the for schedule? That? So this past season was pretty unique because we did a COVID bubble. Uh-huh. So it was like really intense. We did 27 episodes in nine days. Usually wow. that's out of that control. Is crazy. By the end, you're like, this is no... Not ideal for comedy. Not yeah. ideal. Everyone's on stage like, violin, violin, like the fake dancing. When yeah. they say cut, does everyone just, I would love to see the cut and see this whole group of people. They're like, literally. Yeah. Literally, you just, or they just oh pull out God. their phones and blah, blah, blah. But um, usually it's 27 episodes over a span of like 16 days. So you most days are two episodes a day, which is like so much room to breathe. But then they'll have like a couple three episode days where they amp us up. They're like, guys, get to sleep tonight because tomorrow's the three episode days. But this season it was three episodes every day, so it was chaos, so yeah. insane. So our the girls' call time would be seven thirty a.m. Get down to the hotel, hair, makeup, start filming at two p.m. Then do an episode at five, episode at seven. You're in the shuttle home at. Like 10, 11 p.m. Oh, my God. And how much writing are you doing on this? A lot. You find out the night before what the episodes are going to look like. And then you start. Every episode has the rap battle back and forth, the wild style at the end. So you're like, all right, I got to get up in that. It's optional to go up in that. But you always want to have something at least at least every day that you're on, you're like, all right, I want to show up. I want to put it. Yeah. Every, every rap battle video you post on YouTube gets incredible. Numbers. Yeah. Really good numbers. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, that's a really good place to shine. Cause yeah. the whole show is about rapping. The other games are very fun, but you're like, all right, I want to get in this. Cause this is a really good place for roasting, but the, it's really hard to get in. So, and you don't know who you're going to be facing. It's absolutely chaos. And then there's all these games that you have to write for, um, a big game this season. I don't actually don't know if I'm allowed to say, but there was like a lot of new writing to do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. There's and new you, games do you, do you, every episode. Do you write with the people ever? Is it just you go to your room, you come the next day? It's a mix. Some people, like the veterans on the show, don't even know what's coming. They're like, "What are we playing next?" But and they're just fun. They're just they're just good on their feet. Yeah, they're good on their feet. Or Have you ever had a bomb on the show, like a joke that really um, ate shit. Not. In the wild style, I have, but that was more so like I was so off rhythm. Uh-huh. It was like a good joke. Like there was one about there's a there's a little guy in the show and they call him Lil Head Cortez. Uh huh. And so I said, um, I I said something about Lil Head is your nickname because that's all you need to come really fast, you know. But it bombed just because my rhythm. It was too, too you can many. You say come. I thought I think it was finish quick in bed or something. Finish quick in bed. So your nickname? What is it, Lil Head? Because that's all you need to finish quick in bed. But I think it was like too. Look at that. That's good, yeah. It was a little too heady. No pun intended. Yes. And yes, it fully yes, yes. bombed. Yeah. But no one like that kind of stuff is like. Eh, those Could kinda. you ever be a rapper? I think so. <gasps> it's not that hard. As it's not as hard. I mean, well, I don't mean to undermine everyone's that's career. That's the clip. But it's yeah. <laughs> White girl says rapping is not that hard. 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 But people are always like, do you rap? And it's like literally roast battle, but you just rhyme. And the first line is a throwaway. And then you just get the line out in the second line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do it. 
Oh my no, God, no. Well, I've actually career. thought about posting some raps on Instagram just because my following is so, they would love it. I just haven't had the time yet. Yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. in LA. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just got back. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of writing. And it's a lot of writing where you're like, I, I know I can pass with this line, but how can I crush with a different, like, awesome line? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So you get the games and you're like, okay, that's an easy one. Mm, how can I, like, make something momentous with something else? Yeah, but you and Jacob must have been. Jacob is also a very good roaster. Really, my good god, roaster. he and had a joke about Emily Winter writer. that I I think yeah. about all the, red, the time. The red one or something else. The one about he's like, I I believe this is a joke. It was like uh, Emily Winter was sexually assaulted, but I'm not going to make any yeah. jokes about that because unlike the guy who assaulted her, I have taste. Yes, and it was just one it's of these rude. that like. One of he's these so like rude. brutal, and he's yeah. he's the most soft spoken man yeah. in the world. Yeah. So when he says something like that, you're like, gee, I mean, yeah. it, it, yeah. amazing. Joke. Some of his wild styles this season were like so. Mean. He came back. He left yeah. and then came back. Yeah. So, so we he had spent some time, time to get some season. mean. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> do you ever do? You, are there, is there anything where they're like, don't say this about Nick Cannon on the wild style, please? No, not really. But you know, some cast members are like, I don't joke about Nick's music, but some people go hard. At this point, all the jokes have been done. Yeah. So yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah, Nick, yeah, yeah. how many albums have you not sold? He's like, he knows. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been. It's at this point, it's like, okay, we've heard it all. I think yeah. it's funny. So went to Nick. You're like, quit comedy. Uh, and he's like, Maddie, <laughs> get her off the set. We're done here. Get her off the set. We're done here. Yeah, the Nick Cannon jokes is like, we've heard it all. The only new ones would be like about how many women he's impregnated. He had something recent, right? Mm, Like some things recent. Something happened recently where they were like, God damn, how many kids does he have? He has a few now, and then there's a new pregnant girl, I think. That's why he's working so fucking hard. He's got a lot of college kids to pay for. It's pretty crazy. He's one of those guys where I'm like, your work schedule must... Absolutely insane. The minute Wild and Out raps, I think he's on to the next thing. He doesn't even, like, he's so busy. Do they give you good food there? tea. Usually it's like pretty popping, but this season we were in San Bernardino, California in a COVID bubble. So they put us in the middle of nowhere because usually it's like Atlanta or like city where you can like go to the strip clubs or whatever. But this season they put us purposefully in the middle of nowhere so we couldn't go anywhere. And because of that, the food was bad because it had like the worst catering. Yeah. Like I'm usually really fine with food. You can put anything in front of me and I'm like, this is fine. But I knew that it was bad because I thought the food was bad. Yeah. 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 I just need healthy it doesn't have to be the best, but there has to be a healthy option. It was if it's, pretty bad. It was bad. You're on camera, especially you're on camera no, every I day. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, uh, well, that's that. Did you have a lot of audience there? So, the thing usually packed rooms this season, COVID bubble. What they did was audience members. If you're not in the episode, because some people aren't in every episode. If you're not in the episode, you're in the audience. Are you in the audience going like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah, so me and or Jacob are next to each other in the audience a few times. And then they had some paid. It's it's very interesting. It's it's It was shot more like a movie than a live show. Mm. So you'll see. I will see. It's a, it was like a distanced audience. Yeah. Which is why the season was so weird. Because, like, if your joke... Technically, like everything kind of bombed because there was like minimal audience, but you had to make it look like it didn't bomb. I saw those early Tonight Show sets with 25% capacity, and I was like, You really just have to make it seem like you're having, because they can edit stuff in and blah, 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 but you have to make it look like you're crushing. You went to the strip club with the Wild and Out? In 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 my first season, we went to Magic City in Atlanta. 
what, what kind blacked of blacked out obviously oh you're blacked out yeah I see. So you don't even remember. It's the same thing with open bar. Open bar is similar to like a rat party on a season because you're so tired and yeah. your mindfulness is not there. And you're just like consuming everyone. They're, they're like, you crushed. And you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep going. And then all of a sudden you're blackout at a strip club. And thank God I was with someone who was like, we're going home. Otherwise good, I would have been, I would have woken up there. Woken up on yeah. the pole. Yeah. They'd be like, you signed up for work. You last signed night. up. Yeah, remember? You gave us your W your W nine. <laughs> um, all right, let's go into uh, This has gotta stop. This has gotta stop. Uh, that really surprised me. Really? Yeah. Episode, yeah Russell, this shocked. is episode twenty seven or no, I know, I just wasn't I wasn't ready for it to be that loud and that um, aggressive. Is it twenty seven? It's been out that long? Yeah. I feel like we do seven I thought you started way further after me. Because we're on thirty two. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Well, Unless we you do keep a couple. Some of some are we do. Yeah, I don't know if I have, started that long after you. Okay. When you you started yours, we and started you had March. Everything. March. Do you have the, some in the bank? Uh, we yeah, we have a couple in the Maybe bank. This one's going to yeah. come out late, late July. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we do like week of. Yeah. 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 We're recording this September tenth, two thousand one. That's Mark. I love that. That's joke. my joke. Nine um, eleven was. The oh next yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Dude, this this Buffalo flight that went down. That I didn't know about this, an airplane what? that went down in Buffalo in 2009. Uh, my hometown, Clarence, New York. Do you remember? It literally I- was a mile from my house. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. It was my house. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But <laughs> Were you home when it happened? Yeah. So, literally, I was at home, and we are like, it smells like smoke outside. The air was filled with smoke. And I lived over, like, a mile away from, like, two miles away from this place. So, what happened was, like, one of those 50-person flights went right into someone's house. Literally, the lot where the house was was the only thing that was destroyed. So there's just like this empty lot there now. Everyone on the plane passed away. And then uh, everyone in, who lived in the house made it out except for the dad. The dad, he was in the lot mowing the lawn? He was in the house. I think everyone oh, sprinted out. I see. Oh, I think they literally coming. saw the plane oh my coming, God. which is insane. So that was a con- it was some sort of three, I- 3407 or something like that. Was that Absolutely like insane? Was school canceled that week or that day? I mean, that's that's very traumatic. I don't remember what month it was. I want to say it was in the summer because I remember there was no snow, mm-hmm. and I feel like we we sang at the memorial. Oh boy! And it was sad. Yeah. And was there a big? Was like a big, like town I think event? It was summer. Um, it was an event. But I think it was in the summer because I remember not talking about it at school. Yeah. But I think we did like a summer rehearsal of Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds. If I lost anyone in a plane crash and people were like, I know it'll make this better for you. We're going to get the high school chorus Mm -mm -mm. to sing. What's your favorite bird song? I'd say no. No. It was really sad. But I think that was over a month after it happened. Uh-huh. Or maybe it was even the year anniversary. I don't remember. Horrifying. I mean, I need, I don't Insane. think I even knew about it, and I'm glad Insane. that I didn't know about it. Because I those small planes. Dude. Those yeah. small planes. When I I took one f- to Philly from New York recently, and I was like, I, I'm, you can feel every cloud yes. that you fly. You yeah. know, my, my <gasps> other thought is I'm like, they're not using the best pilots for this one. No, this that's open no. mic pilots. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Let's bring our pilots. <laughs> I did it from, I was went from Seattle to Spokane for these shows. And you know, you, you know when the plane's so small when you, you get on on yeah. the runway mm-hmm. and it always, I always feel yeah. like, wait, what are we doing? Yeah. Anyone could just run onto this plane. I know. What it am feels- I, a, what am I, a journalist going to cover the Middle East? Was What am I, <laughs> Tina Fey in that one movie that didn't really go anywhere? What's going uh, uh, on whiskey here? Tango, whiskey, yeah. fo- whiskey, Fox Fox Did tango. anyone watch that movie? No. I heard it was problematic. I think because what? they hired Alfred Molina as like a Middle Eastern person. Mm. And then, you know, I think that that's why I think mm-hmm. because yeah, then, Tina Fey, and then, and then Tina Fey said something like they were like, why'd you hire Alfred Molina instead of a, a person, you know? And she's like, well, he's the best person for the job, you know, like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that guy, I, I don't remember anything about the movie, but I remember that interview. Yeah. So people okay. are ready to be mad at Tina Fey. I've they been watching, are. rewatching and, and Alfred I'm like, Molina. So people are mad at Tina Fey because so she went good. on SNL and she was like, Guys, instead of worrying about the news, just eat cake. And people were like, oh, how what nice it is. Oh, it must be nice to be a white woman cake. who doesn't have to focus on the issues. Yeah. Meanwhile, the minute Biden got elected, everyone was like, it's so nice to not know who our Treasury Secretary is. <laughs> and they're like, how fucking dare you? Sarah Cooper yeah. tweeted, like, it's so nice to feel normal for once. And all these people were like, this is why libs are ruining our country. Like, yeah. Get me out of here. Well, I've reached out to Sarah about being on this show, and I, I really hope. She still doesn't, Sarah. I disagree Sarah. with Maddie. You could go to no, you, no, no. I oh, was, saying, was saying, oh, you no, liked I was her. Saying she oh. tweeted that, and everyone was like, "How oh, fucking?" Oh, I see, yeah. I see. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get me out of everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The bottom line is like whether you knew who the Treasury Secretary was before or don't know it now, you were doing nothing about it either way. Nothing. Yeah. So there's times that when I get sad, I'm like, I'm like, if I never read the news in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Nothing would be different yeah. about the world. Actually, actually, yeah. You can literally not read. Today, yesterday, I texted my dad. The the president of Haiti was, was assassinated. assassinated. <laughs> yeah. How did I miss that? He was assassinated. I missed that. And, and, and it's like. I, I missed that. Yeah, most people missed it, I think. I don't I don't know what happened. I, I You know, when I was doing Wild and Out and then I was in L.A., usually I'm, I'm pretty good with the news and stuff. I totally missed that. And yeah. my sister was like, you fucking dumbass. I listened to the, the story and it was like. Mm. They came to his house, yeah. and they said they were DEA, uh, and I guess DEA is like there's they have a f- presence in mm. Haiti, and the guards are like, okay, yeah. DEA going in, and then they oh went in, and then they God. killed him, and uh, uh, and then you know I remember after he was killed, I remember Sarah Cooper tweeted, she's like, it's so nice just to not think about Haiti anymore. <laughs> Um, again, this, this has got to stop. stop. Okay, Maddie, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, what has got to stop? Okay, so this this was uh, this might sound like 2008 comedy, but uh, I was thinking about this post pandemic. Let's stop requiring bathroom codes and or keys when you go somewhere. Let me use the fucking bathroom. Yeah. And you all know it's an anti-homeless thing. Let them use the bathroom. Yeah. What the fuck do you have against people fucking taking a piss? Or even more public restrooms. It is insane. Even, it's a public health yeah. issue that I have to buy a Big Mac to use a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing more horrifying than walking down like 23rd Street and you're like, oh, oh, oh I got to fucking go. go. Yeah. Luckily, we do comedy. So at any moment, you can stop into the Grizzly Pair. There's many venues. You I have can be taken like, I'm on many the show. shits in the Grizzly so Pair. So many. Yeah. Or near a comedy club or any, any sort on of stage. place. Um, I, that's the only reason I go to the cellar to take a shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Drop in. But it's a public health issue. The lack, or you go to Bryant Park and it's like, they're, they're, they're closed. Central Park, the number of park shows we did, there's the Cuomo closed the bathrooms. It's yeah. fucked up. I took a couple public pees yeah. because of those shows and totally. I was always so scared. I couldn't take a public shit. That is 
things would have to be really oh, bad for me to take no, a no, no, shit. If no, I, no, 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 no. You shouldn't. But no, I get scared. No, no. When I was in the park, you don't have a good place to hide. My thought always goes to like, uh, a kid's going to run by. Yep. And I'm going to go to jail for yes. exposing and myself to a then child. Then you're a sex offender, and you have yes. to tell your neighbors. Yes. If you end up urinating, and no one's going to believe you. Mm, Listen, yeah. I was peeing. I was peeing on him. I, <laughs> I, I got a. Uh, I got in college. I got a a, a a thing. I got in trouble with the police for for sex peeing. Offender? No, no, no. God, no. Uh, they were nice. They did. They they labeled it disorderly conduct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Thank uh, God. And so it never went on my record. Where yeah. were you peeing? Like, uh, so there's a bar, and it was across the street from the bar. It was so stupid. We were in the bar, and then we went out, and then we quickly realized that it was like, then it was like. We couldn't get back in, hey. and it was like you were like there was we were in this like there was like bushes between a lot of bars, so we like peed in the bushes, and it was like the cops had were parked there the entire they're always, time. They're sitting there waiting, and so like we came, we peed, and then we came around the corner, and they were like, we, like you just we just saw you do that. Isn't like, it so weird then, being in a college town? Yeah, it's literally just like a summer camp. Like, yeah, they're the chaperones. Yeah, so it was a hundred bucks. Yeah. I had to pay a hundred bucks because you, you had to pee. There and was, then no, it was, like, was there no bathroom at the bar? I mean, there's a bathroom, but it was like the line to get back into the bar. It was like a long, it was like, it was a line. Yeah. We could have, but you know, we should have just peed inside, obviously. But it was one of those things where they were like, we could write you up for, you know, for public whatever, or, mm -hmm. you know, and th Exposure. they they did disorderly conduct so that it didn't, it didn't stay on the record. And it was like 18 months later, it was wiped from yeah. your thing. But yeah. Infuriating. And, and the lock, the locked, the locked doors. I mean, it's nuts. It's just. It'll... I shouldn't have to go up to a barista. Can I use your bathroom? Like I I'm know. a fucking second grader. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't have to announce. I, I, it's humiliating. If I was a barista, to... I'd be like, ninety percent of your job is saying the bathroom code to people. The bathroom like, code. Like I would. That would drive me nuts to I'll be having to remember orders and do things, and then be like Three, five seven five five yeah, five yeah. Broadway. You know, like and they like, come like, back. They're like, "What did you say again?" Yeah. It's it's awful. And what's even more awful is the key with the massive. If oh, they have like a yeah. key with like a massive thing, and you have to carry that to the bathroom, that's a health yeah. issue. Bringing that in, you put on the floor. And you're putting them in a position where, yeah. like, are they supposed to say no to the person they think is homeless? Literally. You have now put that, that's the barista's job now to, to be like. To determine who's homeless, and then, yeah. And then you go and you're like, I swear I'm not homeless. Yeah. Ugh, it's, it's fucking. I hate I, it. I had, I was on a date, uh, where, and we got ramen, and it was like a first date. Yeah. And after the ramen, I had to shit so fucking bad as we walked ramen, back. I I actually don't love eating ramen. Ooh, it it, it, it always puts me in an unsettled place. Yeah. We, yes. But so we're, we had left the ramen place. Yeah. So I was like 14th Street and I had to shit and I didn't know what to do. And I'm with the date and I'm like, I'm like, look, I cannot hide what I need to do right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going into shops and I'm saying, can I please use your bathroom? Oh and they're like, God. no, no, we don't or we don't have one. Yeah. Then how do you take a shit? Yeah. And then I go to a bar and I'm like, I, I think I gave him 20 bucks. Like, just here's a. Give me a shot. And then I go to the bathroom and the bathroom is filled. It doesn't work. So I have to use the women's bathroom. Oh. And so I have to ask my date, can you fucking stand oh outside God, the women's God. bathroom while I take a gigantic shit? Obsessed. And, yeah, but uh, once you get to the toilet, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Leave yeah. the door unlocked. I don't give a fuck which gender it is as long as yeah. you're sitting on a toilet. Yeah, one time. Oh, I have a memory. <laughs> such a memory of, of a bar in uh, downtown and I had to shit so bad and it was such a crowded bar. And I was, the line was so long and it was like, you're waiting in line for a long time. I'm like, oh, my stomach's just like, I got to oh shit. God. And then I get in there. There's one toilet and it has no door. 
And Shut I was up. like, gotta do it. Like, it was like one of those things where I was like, I was am in, people I was in, uh, I mean, like the, anyone that used the sink would be there yeah. in full view. But I was like, I can't, I can't, you literally don't care. I can't do it. I was like, yeah. it was, I was a low, but it was also like one of those things where you're like, you'd made plans and you were out for the evening. And it was like so early. It was like, I had gotten there yeah. right away and I had to shit. And I was yeah. like, there's no way I can. I can leave. I can't do it. You know, it, I just have to do this. I when, just have yeah. to like pretend there's not people who can see me shit right yes. now and do it. And it was awful. I agree. Oh my Get rid of codes. I especially hate codes when codes are on the 14th floor. I'll be on the 14th floor somewhere mm-hmm. and there is a code. And I'm like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Fuck off. Who's, who's coming on the 14th I floor? I beg of you. Yeah. And yeah. needs this fucking code. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I don't know. Then I uh, yesterday I was going up the subway and there's gigantic human shit on the stairs. Yeah. And you're like, this is what the, yeah. the the whole reaction to like homelessness in New York seems to be: get rid of benches, yeah. get rid of bathrooms. Benches. And I'm like, they they don't disappear. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. you got rid of their conveniences, yeah. they're, they're gonna they're gonna sleep on the train. They're gonna poop yeah. on the stairs. This is not fixing yeah. anything, not at and all. it's ruining life for everybody. Literally, it's it's just the worst. Reaction when they took all these benches away from subway stops. Awful. Or they put up spikes. Like, That's like don't like lay here. San like, Francisco has like a huge problem, and they just like they're supposed to be all liberal, and they put up spikes. Yeah, you're like I saw a homeless add person spikes to anything yeah. in this world is crazy. It, it, you know, crazy. like where there's no place where you're like. I mean, I it's guess like maybe you do in Mario house, and you're that's like, what you do in, Mario. in a yeah. level of Mario, yeah. you put spikes yeah. like as an obstacle to it's fight literally the on the dinosaur. turtles' backs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then I saw, and and I saw there was a home, two homeless people, and they were sleeping on the like the build the t- on uh, an awning. They had set up camp on top of an awning, and I'm like, How? New York is not helping homeless people. They somehow got up to this like awning, scaffolding, and or? Sc- like 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 some like kind of sign that had enough of a nook. That's insane. When I think they used it because there was like a little bit of a covering, yeah. and you're like you're like New York, you need to help homeless you people. You're gonna get rid of. It's the worst. It's the worst. And then if you see de Blasio, this is the greatest city in the world. Come yeah. to New York. Mm. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I know you like New York. Don't. He has people he knows in Florida who shit on New York. Mm. And it's it's unfortunate because you're like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Well, New York no, no, is a mess. It, New York is a, a mess, mess man. No, it's every city. What the fuck are you talking about? It's every city mm-hmm. is a mess right now because yeah, of, of, of what's happening. In the, yeah. So you're like, the answer is not to be like more like a suburb who doesn't have to deal with this shit because no yeah. one wants to fucking live there anyways. But it's it's every city across yeah. the yeah. country is 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 dealing with this stuff and yeah. not dealing with it well. Yeah. No, so totally. it, it's it's one of those things where you're like, it's just America. And it's not just COVID. It's, it's just, just capitalism. Just like America. this is like the next yeah. where it's, it's like. It's really bad. But I do think some public bathrooms could change yes a few I do things too. yes um all right now a final segment you better count your blessing we've had a good negative episode yeah i appreciate it um russell do you have a blessing for today oh god can you go first yeah i had one and i forgot it i uh so i we mentioned this earlier yeah. the downside was in vulture we got a little feature yeah. it was our oh, yeah. first little yeah, write-up really nice. i didn't even submit it uh, yeah, it, was, it, was nice. it was from our episode with Ashley Ray, where uh, if it was good, it was a nice dark episode. We talk a lot of death. Yeah, we talk. Uh, we almost did, and then we talked about everyone who died in that plane crash today. But uh, yeah, but yeah, we we've had like four episodes that are like dead dad. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got a lot of living family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, listen, when something happens, feel free to come back on. We'll do the. My day. grandma just died. Oh, I didn't I'm sorry even to hear. mention that, but she was really old. 
How she old? had 12 kids and they all took care of her. So it was like more oh, like this was a that's very the way blessed life. Yeah. Yeah. 12 kids. Yeah. God My damn. dad, dairy farm. My dad was one of 12 on a farm too. Yeah. One of 12, crazy. And upstate? Yeah. Yeah, freaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literal freaks. Yeah. And when I have to bring Andrew over, he's like, which one is uh, Steve? And I don't, don't even Too many. Yeah, the aunts Shut and uncles up. I'm yeah. like with. Do you I, get good birthdays yeah. though? Are you fucking like racking and gifts? No, they don't yeah, give. They I, don't I, when you're one of 12, it's yeah. like, it, it's there's no way you're going to be that close with no, sure. any there's of too many and you're one of like 30 grandkids. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there'd be so much drama with siblings where like these four hate these three. Like I have I have four and like sometimes yeah. there's dynamics where we yeah. talk yeah, shit about it one. It can be clicky. There's it's clicky. I'm clicky, obsessed. Yeah. yeah. And they get their own little drama and they yeah. gossip. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, so we were in Vulture. That's very cool. Uh I feel good. It was you know, it's nice. Nice yeah, to get a little bit of recognition. Nice. And we were kind of you know, the other podcasts on the list are people who are doing very well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, great. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, Russell. Um, the, I the, I agree with you on that one. Um, I would also say, um, I uh, I had so much fun at our show. Uh, uh, you know, I, as always, I'm uh, I'm function, yeah. very thankful for for the for this group of people that I get to do shows with. Um, it's always a good weekend when we get to do a show and it goes well. And Russell had a great um, sketch because I um, I hope we film it, but he had this sketch where this family confronts. Their father, mm-hmm. like an intervention type thing, that he's posting too much about free Britney. Oh my gosh! Um, so Hilarious. yeah, everything went well, and uh, I just had a really good time that night. And uh, I'm always thankful to get to do that stuff with you guys. The funniest line from it was, "Can I say that it's where sure. we, we confront him on the tweets, and he's like, it's not that big.' And I'm like, Dad, yesterday you tweeted, if Britney isn't free by Labor Day, it's going to be 9/11 Part Two. I'm serious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was just a very good, Russell's yeah. very, very good. Writer. That's funny. Thank you, um, Maddie. Do you have a blessing? Um, well, I actually was going to say, uh, antibiotics. Well, I was thinking about that on the train and then I was literally was like, uh, might be too many. Well, I'm grateful for medicine. I'm on Lexapro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. We didn't ever talk oh, about good. Lexapro. You, how right, long have you been on Lexapro? So this is what happened. I was on it for a year and a half pre pandemic pandemic hit. I couldn't see my doctor, new doctor. And they were like, mm, she can't legally give you meds without seeing her. I'm like, Are you okay. fucking serious? I'd like to. You cannot not give a white woman her Lexapro. I'm like, yeah. you understand that's the equivalent of a school shooting. You know what I mean? I'm like, you realize what's about to happen. But then the pandemic hit, no stand-up, no like external triggers. I was like, oh, I'm fine. I don't have anxiety. The minute comedy clubs reopened in April, yes. spiraling. Yeah. Literal spirals. How wow. does it manifest? Are you? It manifests in ways that are like catastrophizing, overgeneral, like just thinking into the future, like this is why they got this and I'll never get that. Like insane things to say yeah. about yourself, especially yeah. after you just spent a year inside and you should just be grateful to be outside. So I had a few like spirals. I need to get Alexapro. You're describing it. Oh, I'm like, yeah, that's what I feel right now. It really just evens you out. I tried it. I like, I, it was like, for whatever reason, I have a resistance. There's something scary oh, yeah, about antidepressants. Yeah. You sit down with the person who gives them to you yeah. and you're like, okay, so what does it do? And they're like, well, you know, for some people it lifts the clouds. Mm-hmm. And like when they say that, it makes sense as a metaphor. But then you're like, wait, but what the fuck does that mean yeah. though? Totally. I had, it was like an existential thing of like, oh, I don't want to change my yeah. oh, being. Yeah. Totally. And then I took it for like two days. I couldn't sleep both nights. My therapist God, was like, so it couldn't be the pills because it takes longer for <laughs> it to get into pills. your system. But I was like, I was like, look. They won't yeah. even work I for two slept. weeks. I haven't slept. I don't yeah. know what to they tell you. Work. Lexapro's a I have a whole thing. bottle. If you need Lexapro, I have oh a whole. Oh, my God. What was the milligrams? Uh, I think it was just five, you ten. You fucking pussy. What are you bitch. on? I'm on ten. You're on ten. So mm-hmm. you started taking it again? 
Yeah, and uh, and it just it it it's not even you just look back and you're like, oh, I do feel better. It's mm. not like because I was on Wellbutrin for a second, and that's a really intense one where you lose your appetite, like you feel like a different person. But Lexapro is more of like a passive, like it kind of just it, it uh, what's the word edges? What's the word uh, takes out the edge? Mm-hmm. It's you know rounds things out for you. Does it? You joke about in your stand up. Does it kill your libido? It does. It, it did. It used to, but lately it's not been as bad. I think I'm less stressed too. Mm-hmm. I'm more kind of like pre-pandemic. I didn't know where I was going. I was floating a little bit, but lately I've been feeling a little bit more solidified in life. And Good. I think when you feel better, you also are like, yeah, let's have sex. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think- and once you're in a relationship for a year. Yeah. What, are you going to have sex two times a year, max? Oh, literally. It, yeah, so. yeah, 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 you're yeah. like, oh, it's your birthday, it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? So, yeah, I'm also not that sex-oriented yeah, yeah, yeah. to begin with. So it's like, did yeah. it kill it, or am I just meddy and I'm not, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Russell's a fucking hot <laughs> man. Are you on Lexapro? No, 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 no. no, no, yeah. no. no. Um, are, and anything you want to plug, Russell? God, what? Uncle With Function, Uncle August, Function 13th. August 13th, Friday, 7.30 p.m. Asylum, NYC. Oh, Asylum. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because the pit closed. Well, Asylum's Asylum's good. Well, closing. in a year, oh. they're, they're building condos. There. Less so than like, January. Oh it's going to be gone, too. Damn. That space, so, I love that space. I, I'm i always like, where would I record a special if, I, right. if someone asked me, Better please. do it by January. And I was yeah. like, that space, That's I right. like that space a lot. Man. Wow. Yeah. It's all another over. club it's gone. Over. I was supposed to have an audition at a comic at a comedy club, and uh, they said, "Oh, there's a lawsuit." Like I had, was going to have an audition, oh, basically. Recently, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. This past you Friday, you don't have to audition there. It's crazy. I just I, listen. No, I get if it. I, yeah, listen, yeah. I'm not in no. New York. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Two one man show. I um uh uh, uh and then yeah, there's a lawsuit, and the club was canceled. And part Moral of, your, of today, John Marco doesn't forget anything. Oh. Meanwhile, yeah. everyone else is like, yeah. "I said that. That's crazy. Yeah, Come yeah, back yeah. in and audition." <laughs> um, and uh, what do you want to plug? So many things. I just would like to plug my podcast that time of the week. Yes, with Maddie Smith. It's really fun. It's just kind of like topical and girls bantering with each other. And then also I'll be at Zany's Nashville August second and third, filming a little thingy, not a special kind of just like a little thingy, a little twenty minute set. Nice. And you're gonna like put it up on your YouTube and stuff. My YouTube, and then doing a couple serious tracks. Serious XM. Oh, cool. oh, XM. I thought yeah. you, when you said that, I was like, you're going to do a couple serious where. So I will talk be talking about, about yeah. the flight yeah. 3407 <laughs> that hits. It's about time. People have been saying, what happened? Where were you in 2009? Where, where does Maddie stand on <laughs> this? <laughs> where does she stand when she was 17 years yeah. old? How did you feel? No, Serious XM. Uh, but that'll be at That's Zany's. Uh, yeah. So come out. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, you know, um, some people die. In plane crashes, mm-hmm. um, some people die. When they start taking Lexapro. When they start taking Lexapro. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Downside. Bye. Bye. Bye.